my god, that's so bad. <laughs> pretty good. I mean, it's I've not. I missed my own hand. <laughs> you missed your hand. <laughs> All right. Seems did you can... make a clap or? Did yeah, you, no, you can okay. still see it. It's just super wimpy. <laughs> Small. Don't Small. make fun of it, Arian. Don't make fun of it. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> you should leave this part in, Arian. <laughs> Everybody knows what a wimpy clap. No. <laughs> How do you miss your hand? Jeez. Okay. Nah, let's, let's <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> we like to this brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Ye Old Raven, Ninja Scouts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Bean Dob, Monster, Icebug, Spanguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Cow Chef, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lato, Javier Lato Play, Wisp, Zeke, Strong We like to episode 321 starts now. That was a primal straw cap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sam the Plaid Pirate. Welcome to We Like Dota, the Internet's Casual Dota 2 Podcast. I am joined by Charlene. Hello, Charlene. Hello, Sam. Hello, Internet. And we, Charlene, are joined by Arian. Hello, Arian. Hi, what's up, Sam? Good to be here. Let's get right into the Dota feelings. Charlene, hmm. how is your week in Dota, and how did it make you feel? My week in Dota was pretty good, mostly because its entirety was all yesterday. I've played like no games for the last month. Mm. Uh, that, that's an exaggeration. But then <laughs> yesterday, I played six games. Um, Damn, that's a lot. Two games super early in the morning. Because I got woken up early by a phone call and then couldn't go back to sleep. So I played Hmm. two games. And then played two games for We Like Dota League. I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. And then two more games after that uh, with uh, my teammate Joji from We Like Dota League. And then a few friends of Monster and Co. Hmm, Very cool. Um, That's a a full day. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very full day. Yesterday overall was just a great day. Oh, yeah. Um, what else happened other than fun Dota? <laughs> uh, illicit things. Uh, I enjoyed life. <laughs> ah, cool. Nice very, to hear. Very cool. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We like Dota games. Like, illegal things even in... No, no, no. Not illegal. I, I just oh. got high. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, team. I played high, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know if they knew. Um because I'm not sure how much slower my reaction times actually are. Like, I felt slower, but <laughs> don't know if they actually were slower. Do you Anyways. want to talk about your We Like Dota? Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. Um, so those are a couple of uh, really fun games. We went up against Sync Cats. Um, mm. So shout out to Sync Cats. Oh, yeah. We scripted them to... last week, actually. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we won one them. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, they, so first game, um, I was playing Jakiro supporting a troll warlord who, by the way, troll, troll this patch is pretty nasty. Mm. He, he is actually. Yeah. Is it his shard or his eggs? I can't remember which is, which one gives which. It's his eggs but... that gives the okay. dispels on the axis. It's really good. You can dispel your enemy with the ranged axis and you can dispel yourself with the melee axis. With the rolling ones. Yeah. It's, it's real nasty. Makes it really hard to play against. Um, anyways. Uh, so yeah, Jakiro and I were against um, a Lycan. Uh, shout out to Station playing the Lycan and then a Tusk. Shout out to social distancing. Um, and 
like the, the super annoying. We also had a Mars that game and Tusk did a fantastic job anytime we would try to initiate of getting off these great snowballs. Ooh, yeah. Just like Mars ulti and then like, nope, we're in a ball. It's like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just hang out then. Um, Wait, but, I have a question with that interaction. Yeah. If, if, if they tried to snowball out of the arena, like say he was a real god gamer and, you know, mm-hmm. was able to do Wait, that. I think yes. Yeah, I think Does that works. Work? I'm pretty oh, sure yes. it works. That's cool. It does, yeah. Um, which is crazy because I was thinking about it. I was like, so it's, you have to magic immune because you can like jug spin out of it. Or yeah, you, you can, can also use out nice of it. But then you can't force staff. But you can, I think, leap, like Marana leap, but it, it has to be at the right time. Or like slot oh, pounce. It's true. I think. It's real weird. I mean, I think it's because like in the game, it has like a physical height, right? So if your ability is not like going directly through it, but rather you like jump over, it should work. But I'm not how, sure if like, it's coded that way. Whatever, what other things are coded with height besides like vision? Uh, cliffs, for example, when you use well, mass yeah, that, beyond that, them. That's kind of what I mean. Like, like I learned things. that yesterday, actually, when I played a mass game. I was wondering why in my I can, could never put people against cliff, but then I remembered that, you know, you can only do it from the downside of a cliff, not from the upper side. Because you can, you can force staff over a cliff, but you can't force staff over Mars. It's true. Because it's like a, a... Yeah, I don't know. Um... But it was a super fun game. And then game two was similarly fun. What am I, what were the standouts of that? Um, uh, um, oh, <laughs> uh, Monster clarified later. So there's a moment in the game where um, their carry's courier was just kind of sitting in lane. Um, but it was because it was delivering like a, a radiance recipe or something or the other. And it was right after we happened to kill him and we, we saw it. And, and then we're yeah, like, uh-oh, AFK tur- courier, like, is there a gem around? Um, but then later another courier went there and we're like, no, there, there's got to be a gem. Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> and it turns out it was like just two misclicks. <laughs> <laughs> and monster after the game was like oh, yeah I, I sorry about that i didn't want to like bm or anything and like look make it look like we were feeding couriers i was like oh that that thought didn't even cross our minds we were yeah. so convinced that there was a reason <laughs> there was some kind of courier watering hole yeah. I mean, that's actually if you're really good with career mi- micro that could be a meta strat you know like randomly flying your courier somewhere to waste the enemy's time because they're going to check if there's the gym or something yeah. Big brain. Like, <laughs> brain. Yeah, we were like, oh, are they like using it to scout high ground? Is there a gem? Yeah, Sometimes I mean, you put couriers in Roche Pit, you know, to watch the respawn timer. Yeah, yeah. I've so, seen pros do that a lot, actually. Yeah. So we completely thought there was a legitimate reason. <laughs> <laughs> but it was two good. unfortunate misclicks. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, yeah. Good week. Um <clears throat> Hmm. Uh, what about you guys, Sam, Arian? My week in Dota was fun. I played not one but two turbos with Arian and Jim and oh, friends at the same time. Yes. Wow. In a, in a, in a five stack. In a and, five uh, stack. I I felt a little bad because I uh, made them play turbo because I wasn't sure when Margaret was going to wake up, and then. Of course, Margaret slept for like the longest nap she's ever had in her whole <laughs> life. So we played two turbos, but we really could have played like a normal game and it would have been maybe a little more fun. Um, <laughs> but actually, I had fun. So whatever. I shouldn't apologize. Yeah, The game was, was still fun. I every, yeah. every time I try to play patch, even though it's not like viable as a mid anymore, I feel like <laughs> um, it's still fun to sometimes do patch mid, but you mostly lose on that. Yeah, but I had fun. Uh, griefing you and <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a good time uh it was the the thing i want to point out is that we actually went up against a five stack and we so we queued we lost to them with you know Aaron mid as pudge 
and then we queued oh, again yeah. and matched up oh. against the same five stack oh. in another turbo and we lost again even though we tried oh. <laughs> yeah we tried super hard man that was heartbreaking to lose yeah it was a little heartbreaking who did we play i played, I played on dying yeah we, we picked like our best heroes i picked storm spirit we had orca on axe jim on Earthshaker, <laughs> uh and popo on drought which he plays a lot uh we did very very well like that game was kind of over at some point but we we managed to throw it basically <laughs> we still Sad. had fun though it yeah, was, yeah it was yeah it was well, a that's, great time that's all that's important yeah 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 how about you aaron how was your week um about? so i mean that was late onto my week but early on that week i had a very good start i won a couple ranked games and the first game i played i you know I mostly queue uh, mid and safe lane these days, and I rarely get safe lane, but I actually got safe lane in the game, and I was like, sure, I'll pick AM. And I was going to go up against the offlane Viper, and I was like, no, I'm not dealing with that. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, you can reflect the ulti because it has, like, a mostly small cast point, but that's not relevant in lane. And in lane, his W removes your uh, magic resistance, so his spit really, really hurts on you. Um so I dodged the lane, and I got to lane against a Slark Silencer, who proceeded to kill me one, two, three times in, like, five <laughs> minutes. Um, so I, lo I lost three intelligence uh, on those three kills, and I ended up having mana for three blinks. After that, I was, like, completely <laughs> out of mana. And you know how ranked gains go. I expected my team to just completely flame me. But they were actually super nice. They were like, oh, no, it's fine. You're laning against a very hard lane. Just farm. We'll try to make space for you. So the team was super nice. Um, That's nice. I then got a, like, pretty bad Belfry timing. But we started holding on. And there's Lark. Um, because what I often do on AM if I'm behind is you're not really supposed to do this. People get mad at you if you like join fights before like, I don't know, minute 25. Um, but if you farm close to fights, then in the end, like when everybody else already uses their spells, because if you don't do that, you die, obviously. Uh, you swoop in, just use an ultimate, and those kills, nabbing those really helps your gold on experience catch back up. So I did that died a couple more times, and then the most embarrassing thing happened, man. We were roaching, like, we had a really good high ground fight, and then we took Roche. I had a random clarity in my inventory, and I was like, okay, I'll put it down, and then I take Aegis. I clicked on the Aegis, blinked out of the Roche pit, and then I found out I didn't take my clarity out of my inventory. And the enemy Doom snatched the Aegis. And even for that, no. even for that, my team forgave me. And they were like, wow, okay, I mean, that kind of sucks, but I guess what are we going to do? And in the end, we actually won that game. Wow. Yeah. Positive, uh, positive. Yeah, teammate. positive experience. Go. I've noticed that. I don't know if it's the same for you, Give but right now. Direct invite to the We Like <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, I actually commended everyone. Uh, I'll have you know. But I don't know if you've noticed it, but I feel like right now people in pubs are very, very, like, unusually nice. In my pubs, I don't at know. Least. I think my my games are just turbo and people are, I think, extra toxic it's in turbo. True. Which... Yeah, I've noticed that as well. <laughs> like, turbo right now, everybody's super toxic, but normal games are much better. Baffling to me why people are extra mad in turbo. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um should we move along to the news or sure, is there anything else you guys want to uh, no let's do the news i'm fine with that oh but aaron you had a very cool out game uh, that you screenshotted that i oh I true 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 mention. all right i might want to talk about that actually i had a game that went one hour exactly and my gpm was <laughs> 1k like not 1.1k not like uh, 999 it was literally 1k perfectly uh which was nice. pretty nice um that game was crazy man like we got megat at minute 44 because they had like the dirtiest lineup in history they had a lycan uh and a nature's prophet so they were just like ratting us uh, like nothing else um and they megat us at minute 44 we held on for 15 minutes and <laughs> my pl bought a rapier and then he lost the rapier to their nature's prophet and he bought another rapier. <laughs> then they pushed our high grounds with those two rapiers. We killed them again. PL takes the two rapiers. We push nice. down their base. They like buy back five heroes because me and PL, uh, we were killing the ancient. Um, PL dies. I get stunned. 
And the Ancient was at like 1 HP and then I was at like 500 HP when I did the last turn on that Ancient. Well, you know, they whacked on me with the Rapier. So I was happy I play a very fast pusher like Alchemist in that instance. Wow. Yeah, good game for sure. You know, this new Alchemist build, you, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Instead of going in Radiance, you just go Battlefield, AC, and then a Basher, and then some more attack speed. And you hit so hard. It's actually incredible. Very cool. Yeah, good build. All right. Well, let's get into the news here. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. Um, there was a uh, uh, some new information about the Dota Two, not Dota One, Dota Two <laughs> <laughs> Pro Circuit. In the year of our Lord, 2021. Yeah, it's true. Uh, some big is stuff there revealed. Dota 20, uh, is there Dota 1 still, Pro Circuit? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably Just checking. Not. So, I mean, the new things about this announcement is we already knew the dates, but it seems like most of the qualifiers are starting in two days, on the 5th of January. Um which is kind of one of, I mean, this has like, in my opinion, overall, this has like good and bad things in it. And them announcing like three days before the qualifiers, that's definitely one of the bad things. Um, <laughs> they also uh, changed some of the slot allocation for the first majors of the, re uh, because, you know, the regional leagues, they seed into the majors and they changed the slot allocation. So they took one slot from North America, which usually had, uh, which before had three slots. And gave it to CIS, which is basically Eastern Europe and Russia, um, which now has three points uh, and previously had two slots. So, you know, um, that kind of speaks for NA not being super good right now, I'd say. Um, because I think that was something reason. you were advocating for for a long time, right? Yeah, I, I think NA... I mean, ideally, I think NA has three slots as well, but uh, it has to add up, right? So you have to take one away. Um, and I think right now CIS is better than NA. And I, you know, I think it's, you got to think about, it's kind of, it really sucks for the players, obviously, because less exposure at the major and less teams can get some of that major money. Um, ideally, there's more slots, but right now CIS is just plain better than uh, NA. If you look at teams like Navi being really good right now and Virtus Pro, because, you know, they signed their junior squad who are now like just playing better than the main squad ever did basically um so yeah uh, i'm mostly happy with this but something else i wanted to touch on on this is that they revealed the organizers for you know who organizes mm. the different leagues and i think uh, i'll just read it out here so it's europe for europe it's dreamhack for cis it's esl for China, it's Perfect World, who also run the Chinese servers. Uh, for SEA, it's PGL, who've done a lot of the Valve majors, and they've run a couple TIs as well. Then for NA, it's Beyond the Summit, and for SA, Dota Pit. Are you guys, like, how familiar are you with these uh, tournament organizers? None familiar. Not that familiar? I think you might know ESL, right? I Oh, like brand familiarity yeah like i mean I, people... I recognize those names but yeah. i don't know production quality difference between any of them or what those yeah. organizations I think mean that leads nicely because i think many people missed this but what i think a lot of people don't realize is that dreamhack and esl merged because they mm. were both from europe they were previously also owned by the same swedish like holding company um who just i guess decided to merge the two companies um Gotcha. Which is notable because we play the guys who ran like basically I'm not solo carried, but they definitely had like the most and longest events during COVID, right? Um mm -hmm. and instead of giving one league to them, for example the European or the CIS one, because uh, they were really advocating for that, uh they gave to, to basically the same company, which is one of the bad things, I feel like. The last thing I wanted to touch on with this is that that's actually like something that's really good that they did with this announcement. They said that at the end of January, uh, people will buy certain fan support bundles, which usually means that, you know, you can buy like in-game items from a team and those mm -hmm. proceeds go directly to that team, kind of similar to what the chests do for the TI casters, right? Um, and that's something that hasn't been done since like 2015, basically, where Valve gives money directly from the client to teams, which I think is something that's very positive, obviously. 
Is this because of uh, backlash on using like the player cards and stuff? Um, I think it's definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely a response to people uh, saying that Valve is too greedy with their system. You know, I think this whole uh, league system is definitely one of their attempts to respond to feedback of like not, uh, you know, supporting the tier two scene as that, and that's just kind of a continuation of that. That scene. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's something very good about this. Uh, I'm mostly excited about this, uh, to be honest, because uh, I think a league system is uh, much nicer to follow than just like the same tournament every month, like what we had during COVID, basically. Yeah. It gives yeah. promise that there's going to be organization going into 2021 and an actual TI. I still don't believe it's going to happen, but maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, apparently they believe it. They restated that they don't want to change the location and they just want to call it TI-10 uh, and have it in Stockholm. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not so <laughs> sure as well, to be honest. You know, I think COVID, it's, li it's possible that it's not like you can have like really big stadium events again at that point. Um, but it's not impossible that you can't. So I think it's a toss-up mostly. Also, I'm kind of sad that the TI like number system is going to be ruined because like TI one happened 2011, it's TI true. ten yeah. was going to happen 2020, and like the math just worked out nice. Well, you know, COVID uh, <laughs> takes another toll. We don't have that uh, <laughs> that OCD <Yeah>. pleasure. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tough stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like a pretty typical Valve thing where it's like, yeah, it would have been really nice if <laughs> you had done this information dump. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, just <laughs> think about teams that disbanded like, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. Uh, they're going to be feeling pretty bad right now, which there are a lot of teams that disbanded not that long ago. If they knew this, maybe they could have found new investors and shit like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Valve. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I say... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-oh. I say we need to find God, which brings us to our Hero of the Week. Kind of. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Howie. That, that was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm kind of into it though <laughs> uh we ready to talk about chen is that what we're yeah doing? i think i'm ready <laughs> okay <laughs> <All right. laughs> yes. yes we're ready very cool very cool you're tougher than i thought come along have a cookie meepo more meepo i love you guys <laughs> Oh, I love you guys. Okay, so Chen is a ranged intelligence hero. Uh, Chen is his full name. Chen the Holy Knight. <laughs> Very cool. Um, basically, his lore is that he was he he grew up um, in a barren, like a like a desert. Mm. Um, and the tribe that took him in, like outlaw tribes took him in and they husbanded the hardy desert Luck Uthi, which is a small <laughs> dragon <laughs> that makes glass out of sand and catches moisture. That's so pretty it's, useful. It's, it's, yeah, pretty useful. And uh, basically, I suppose... Uh, Chen and his folks, uh, they rob <laughs> um, caravans and such. And uh, one time they robbed uh, a caravan that was too powerful for them. Mm -mm. So that was a mistake. And so tri uh, Chen's tribe got slaughtered. And the caravan folks uh, were knights, armored knights of the fold to be exact. 
and they took Chen in um, instead of killing him. That's and pretty nice. And so then he, he uh, yeah, he he became a knight. So that's Chen. And now he, you know, crusades and tries to, you know, persuade everybody to follow his religion. Yeah. The yeah. fanaticism of a convert. Yeah. Well said, Charlie. Well, it's <laughs> well in the it's in the lore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charlene, do you want to take us through some of his abilities? Oh gosh. Oh, yes. You can say no. <laughs> I'm literally just gonna read them off the wiki because I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, he's All a right. he's a hero not many people are familiar with. Yeah. <clears throat> he's a he's a toughie. Okay, so Chen, uh, his Q is called Penitence. Um, it is basically a move slow, um, but it also applies a attack speed bonus for allies. Nice. Um, so it is uh, just a thing that can... Um... Oh, it's a projectile. <laughs> it's so obvious I don't know anything about this hero. Um, <laughs> it's a projectile, and the... The units um, attacking the debuffed enemy get that get a hmm. speed buff as well as the attack buff, and then um, the the afflicted enemy will just have to take the whacking. Exactly. Um, you, <laughs> the you take the whacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this can be improved um, in terms of like the percentile move speed with a talent. Um, his W is probably what he's most well-known for. It's her Holy Persuasion. Um, it allows him to take control of enemy or neutral creeps. So specifically those two, you can't take control of, like, uh, Lone Druid Bear if it's on the enemy team or or anything or the other. Um, but it can also be cast to, like, Either send the creep. Did you guys hear that? My cats are fighting. <laughs> I don't know if that oh. got picked up in the background. I heard like um, a, a very quiet noise. Oh, okay. Just like a, a light static. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it can also be used to teleport them um, back to him. So, like, if he sends them on a a little brigade brigade to to do something somewhere else. Um, or to like to base to heal, he can uh, teleport them back to himself. And I believe is it still true? Yeah, the Ags allows him to take control of ancient creeps. Mm, very cool. Very very cool. Um, right, and then his E is called Divine Favor, which. Passively provides an aura granting increased health regen and amplifies all healing um, by a percentage. So this is nice to synergize with his ulti because it um, his ultimate is a heal. But it is this not? Did they replace this? Did this not used to also bring them to him? Yeah, they changed it around again uh, from cool. Holy Persuasion to Divine Favor. Uh, now it's just <laughs> like a very nice laning tool because this makes like any hero with high armor really likes laning with Chen because it makes the HP region super value and like it's really hard to outtrade you with that. See, why aren't you doing this? You have so much more <laughs> insight than I, mean, I do. You know, you read the abilities and then at the end, you know, I can talk a bit about some okay, of the okay. specifics. Yeah, you, you bring the insight. Got it, got it, got it. No, I mean, you have some insight, obviously, as well. <laughs> I oh, literally I don't have any insight because I didn't know this ability was in the game. <laughs> I really didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, the one thing I guess I should mention is that it is an aura, so it's passive, but if he gets the Aghanim Shard, it turns it now into an active ability that um, now has that teleport. Um, so it can teleport an allied unit, um, like including his units. Uh, it cannot be self-cast. And yeah, so now the Shard is the, the recall. Exactly. Um... 
one Got thing it. I wanted to mention about this is that penitence it works on towers and on death ward, for example. So uh, Witch Doctor's Death Ward with the 120 attack speed buff, it's actually insane how much damage really? that does. Yeah, because the Death Ward has a really, really, really low base attack time. And that attack speed just makes it shoot like a Gatling gun or something, basically. Um, and I'm not sure if you mentioned this, but Holy Persuasion, if you... Or a Persuasion? How do you say that English word? Persuasion, yeah, you Persuasion, did. okay. You did, um, yeah, you did great. I, I, I didn't know how you, you know, pronounce it. Uh, if you cast it on Chen himself, all your creeps will uh, be teleported to Chen uh, at once, which means that if you have something like four centaurs, uh, you can do, like, some stun bombs, uh, which a lot of Chens like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very cool. That's Chen. You know, good healer, uh, obviously one of the best, like, laners and early gamers in the game because you know almost all the heroes that get a lot of summons like beastmaster uh prophet and stuff like that they're just very very good at pushing and taking towers and stuff like that yeah i think i failed to mention that hand of or not hand of god holy persuasion i haven't even talked about hand of god um her holy persuasion when he takes control of creeps he gives them health boost yeah a pretty so, big one at that mm. Yeah, and also move speed boost. So he doesn't just take creeps, he makes them better. Hmm. Um, and then I'll quickly just be explicit about his ultimate. It's called Hand of God. Um, and it just does a global heal on all allied heroes on the map as well as his units under his control. So um, no matter where he is, um, if your carry is getting ganked across the map, he can use Hand of God. And it is uh, something that can be upgraded by talent tree. True. Um, so, what yeah. do people build on this hero these days? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't even know his abilities. Well, isn't it like a, like you just kind of go like boots mech? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, uh, Sam Tulling from my team, he plays uh, he plays chance. Oh, he sometimes. played at mid one day. Yeah, I true. <laughs> I remember when he played him. That was pretty funny. Um, so he builds sometimes Vlads, but he doesn't really like Vlads. He thinks Holy Locket is very good on Chen because it also amplifies yields. Um, so he mostly gets like Mech, Holy Locket, and then you can kind of go whenever on Chen because ideally the game's over uh, at that point. But I guess Helm of the Dominator is also pretty good. You know, getting another creep is always nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that's about the you know chen build after that you can go shivas but you know chen isn't the fastest farmer so usually that's <laughs> what he has after the game you know like most chens can barely afford their greaves or something yeah, yeah that's that's usually about it for the chen <laughs> um i don't know this this hero always confuses me like when i see pros play it I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, after you win a fight in the early game, you just have this, like, army and you just, you know. Push down towers. Kick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think but I don't know. what makes him good also these days is that, like, in earlier patches, what was good about Chen is just his units. Like, that was basically everything. But now with all these, like, heal amplifications and stuff, the like it's actually value how much you can heal as a support like it makes them very viable in the late game when you can dish out like i don't know 1.2k heal uh with your ulti and with a mech because of all the heal amp uh, that makes them really good as well now in the late game mm. also the makes fact sense. that it's percentile um and like like most of its things look like they're percentile his penitence moves slow and well, just the move slow is percentile. The attack speed bonus is flat. Hmm. But then um, the heal buff from Divine Favor is also percentile. So those, I think, scale really well. For sure, yeah. So that that's nice. Cool. Yeah, nice hero. Cool hero. Cool hero. <laughs> cool, cool guy. Cool fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we move into the noobs ask noobs? Sure. Portion. Yes. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. Yeah. 
Ross. Okay. Uncle Vervin wants to know, why does wine always cause the worst hangovers? Charlene, I'm going straight to you because uh, A, you're a scientist, and B, I think you did some research on this. Yeah. I'm starting to do a little bit of reading on it. Um, so I have to preface this by, um, like, worst versus what? Like, worst versus just beer or, like, worst of all alcohols and spirits? And I don't drink. So do you guys have insight on that? Um, well, for me personally, I get worse hangovers. Like, I have to drink more of it, obviously. But if I drink an equivalent amount in terms of drunkenness, like, beer and wine uh, give me worse hangovers than, like, just drinking liquor. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, anyways, my my research has brought, come down to um, basically the the form of amount of alcohol, um, which is a very non-answer for me because I only think of it in terms of percentages. So I'm like, what do you mean the form of the amount? Um, so I think it has to do kind of with volume. It's not just about how much alcohol there is, but I think mm. probably um, like beer and uh, wine versus other things are the lower amounts? Question mark. Is that right? You mean? Um, I think beer is like eight percent, five to eight percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually. And wine is like ten to fifteen percent. And I, my understanding is that liquor and spirits are going to be higher. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think it's I think it has in part to do with that. Um, so just like how your body will end up processing it. Um, but then my naive answer is also going to be just um, like along with that, the amount that you ingest. Because like if you're drinking scotch, you only have some scotch, right? Yeah, but if you're yeah. drinking wine, you're <laughs> you're gonna get a little bit a little bit messy, <laughs> and you're gonna have like three minimum glasses of wine. So I think in total, you end up having more alcohol, which is why it leads you to have a worse hangover because your body has a tougher time digesting it or processing it versus other forms of alcohol. So my theory is not that wine itself causes the worst hangover, but that the culture surrounding wine drinking leads Mm. you to overall take in more alcohol very which is yeah <laughs> uh, does drinking more of a weaker alcohol like wine uh, dehydrate somebody more than you know drinking like a bit of scotch or something or is it the same um, amount well that that's my thing if you like work the math out to be equivalent amounts of alcohol processing then it should be about the same oh, but okay. um if you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you, your point is that people just drink more wine in general. Uh, so they get yeah, a more I equivalent. Think you get, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it makes you get sense. sloppy. You're like, I'm going to drink the whole wine box <laughs> versus, oh, let me clink you like, you know, a fancy little. Yeah, just the whole well, that's the excessive. That's, yeah, that's the first problem is you're drinking wine out of a box. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to get a hangover. For sure. I mean, yeah, that, that's disgusting in my opinion. <laughs> Do you guys know sangria? Sure. That's yeah. traditionally drunk out of a box in Germany. And those pe- those boxes, like when people drink them outside, they heat up in the sun. So it's just the worst thing ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh. Uh, all right. Nice, nice. Next question, guys. Okay, next question. That Charlie, uh, how long is too long to give as notice for qualifiers <laughs> for a professional league? Well, definitely not uh, five days like has happened with the regional leagues. Um, I'd say three weeks, four weeks is appropriate. What do you guys think? I don't understand sure. this question. Too long to give notice? So <laughs> you're... You're giving them too much time? No, no. I, I think three or four weeks is like the appropriate amount of time. Uh, I think how long is too long? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Three months? That's a bit excessive. But I don't think it's ever too excessive. <laughs> like, I don't think that there's a... Well, I mean, you want to... There's a too short of time. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that there's a too long of time. I mean, if you can plan that far ahead... Sure, but normally people also want a bit of, you know, flexibility and planning. Mm. But doesn't giving them 
additional time, give them additional yeah, I mean, flexibility. <laughs> the planners also. I'm confused by the premise of the question. All right, let, let's just let's just. Uh, I I want to hear from you guys. You know uh, what you think is an appropriate time. I think that's a more okay. interesting question. What's an appropriate time? I would say like <laughs> yeah, like two to three weeks. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. What do you think, Sam? I think a solid month. A month? I'm an old man. I need. Okay. I need to. You know. See, he's. I need to look he, at my calendar. You know. I gotta. You know. He needs a bit more flexibility in scheduling. I yeah. guess I'm going into it assuming like this is. The, professional teams who are expecting some kind of thing already so it's already yeah yeah like they do have a general idea of it but if this is like a wedding invitation yeah months like if it's completely out of nowhere (laughs) a wedding (laughs) invitation all right we're moving on uh that charlie wants to know uh which heroes make new year's resolutions what are the resolutions and do they keep them uh, and, and he adds that obviously iOS is boop dee boop. I think Titanta makes a new uh, New Year's resolution to kill Kunka every year. Every year? Does he forget or just fail every year? I mean, that's the law, right? He always fails to kill Kunka. But <laughs> yeah, I think that that's pretty on brand for Titanta. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to poke fun at him with the eating habits because he always like i could eat a true he's a big eater and bigger thing yeah (laughs) he's a big eater and his latest set just gives oh yeah i couldn't bring myself that's uh, i can't but Uh, it's a cool set the cthulhu the cthulhu headpiece from that set i use that that part that's actually very cool it's very nice um what do you think charlene Maybe Chen. Do you think Chen is a New Year's resolution kind of guy? Mm, I think, yeah, for sure, maybe. I don't have a sense of what kind of guy he is because I've never heard his voice lines because I've never <laughs> played. <laughs> I mean, but um, yeah, given that he's a knight and he's like a holy, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's a tryhard. He's going to try to improve himself. Yeah, I'm trying to identify like who basically who's goal oriented that's the kind of person who would set a resolution and i think chen and omni knight kind of are goal oriented yeah yeah Uh, going off that that made me think immediately of legion commander oh Oh, yes yes you are right legion definitely (laughs) okay but the question is what is her resolution She just wants, she's the type of person, she's like, I'm getting promoted this year. Like, I, <laughs> um, she's she's very ambitious. Mm. That's what I think. All right, Legion, girl, getting promoted, that's good, but you need actionable things. So you got to say, like, mm. I will get this role, you know, in mm. five months' time. So for her, maybe she'll say, I will get at least um, 300 dual damage by 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Like that that like doesn't sound very achievable. Goals. I think it's also important to set <laughs> achievable goals. And at least when I play Legion, that's not very achievable. <laughs> well, maybe you gotta do better. Damn. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Just, better. Better. just do better. <laughs> do better. Just do better. <laughs> okay. Uh, Popo asks, "How do you take your steak? Rare, medium rare, medium or ruined? Medium uh, rare." Yeah, medium rare. I, I like medium rare. Yeah, that's objectively the right answer. Yeah. Uh, Adriana takes hers rare. Which oh. I feel, oh. Yeah, she's a... Oh. Yeah. Adriana's a beast. She is. Yeah, 100%. Get him, Adriana. What do you think is worse? Uh, rare or ruined? Ruined is worse, dude. I'd ruined. rather have a bloody steak than a burnt ruined Frickin' steak, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, easy, dude. <laughs> I also think it's because if it's rare, you have the option of dealing with it. But ruined, there's no going back. You can't undo it. <laughs> I guess. But like, if it's rare, it's like, oh, can we just put it back on the heat, you know, for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, that happened to me actually. At Christmas, Adriana bought like a very expensive, like a nice cut of meat, mm-hmm. and um, I followed the instructions, and it was just like underdone. Oh. And so yeah, just put it back on. I mean, she didn't mind. She was like, yes, I want this. <laughs> I was like, no. 
<laughs> I, I need I need this to be cooked. Oh boy. <laughs> um okay, let's see. Greg he asks, what is your favorite TV theme song? Mm. Oh, I have question. an answer, but I don't know the theme song. Uh-oh. Um, oh, God, what even? Growing Pains, I think. Growing Pains? Yeah, a theme song. Let me look up the lyrics. I just know it's super wholesome. Um... Hmm. No, I don't want the one by Alicia Cara, Growing Pains. (laughs) Well, while you do some research, let's (laughs) ask our friend Aaron. Well, uh, I also don't know the name of the theme song, but right now I'm remembering uh, it was a German kid show. It was like a mouse and a lizard, a small one. Um, And they were going on a magic carpet in the past to like uh, old folk tales. And one thing was like fucked up that they had to fix basically to make the full tale right again. And that had a banger theme song. Uh, theme song. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that, that was a really good theme song. Uh, it's called uh, Zimzala Grim, I believe. That's a catchy name too, Zim. Yeah, exactly. Lala Grim or Ala. Zimzala Grim. Zala. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, the. Uh, oh my god, what is... Oh, shoot. Scott uh, the show. This is parenting brain. Uh, it has <laughs> dragons and Westeros. Oh, and, Game of Thrones. Uh, the Game of Thrones oh, theme song slaps. That, that and, is and... <laughs> a very good one. You are correct. Oh, yeah. It, so I'm in for that one all day. All day long. Mm. Um, I found uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, it is As Long As We Got Each Other by B.J. Thomas and Jennifer Warnes. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was used as the Growing Pains theme song. Uh, it's just super wholesome. And the only reason it came to mind is because it's one of the things that I remember never skipping past or like walking away from. And I would sit there and <laughs> sing along with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that defines it as my favorite. I mean, most people don't yeah. do that these days, you know? Most people who just, like, watch Netflix, they just skip the theme song if they've mm-hmm. already seen it. Yeah, but I think Sam is right. You wouldn't do that with Game of Thrones. True, yeah. We didn't do that with Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, didn't, I never did that. <laughs> yeah. And you got to watch that, like, weird animation of the map. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I found that cool, you know? High effort. Yeah, me Super yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I have you. Fo- I'm just gonna start asking questions now. Uh, have you folks watched any good TV over the holidays? Um, no, I'm watching trash TV. <laughs> you're watching. Okay, tell me about your trash TV. Um, it's it's old trash TV. I I've been watching Suits, which is like a, <laughs> a lawyer TV drama from several years ago. But yes. I wanted new TV to watch, and it was on Netflix. And I was like, Oh, what is this? There's nine seasons. Must be good. <laughs> Yeah, it gets, <laughs> I watched up until season four. It does not like it. It starts out okay, and then it gets worse and worse. In my opinion, yeah, they just they've just they run out of ideas. a lot of their plot lines. It's like, oh gosh, Mike is in trouble again. Harvey's got to get him out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Aaron. Uh, how about you? I mean, I already said this on the last podcast, but I just watched the entire Lord of the Ring trilogy. Uh, over Christmas with my family. Oh, that's so funny you say that. Bay and I were actually thinking of doing that yeah, because it's of a how good time. frequent. Yeah. I recommend the... doing the second one and the third one in one sitting, which is what we did. Uh, you know, just six hours of very good television. <laughs> and... Dude, that's going to be rough. So, like, the reason we even have this on our to-do list is because from multiple sources – Primary one, or like the first one, was definitely We Like Dota um, Cinema Channel, really discussing in depth um, the the Lord of the Rings series. And I, I think also We Like Books, like both of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, both, Bay and I have both just never really taken to Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, oh, sneeze? No. Oh, no. You can, um. <laughs> honestly, you can, in my opinion, you can skip The Hobbit. It's not that good. The Lord of the Rings is way better. 
But yeah, we we brought this up to like another group of friends, and they were outraged, and were and <laughs> like, all right, maybe maybe we were young and naive and stupid. Like maybe we just gotta sit down and do it again. So it's on our to do list to. Oh, okay, so you'll have to you'll have to get back to us about yeah. your review. I don't know about watching two and three in one sitting. Yeah, you that know, might be too I mean, much. you know, that's hardcore. As me, like my family, we do that basically <laughs> every Christmas. So. We already know most of the lines. <laughs> um, well, Sam, what about you? Have you found any good things to watch? Yes. Uh, Jim, who is not here, uh, will also vouch for me here, started watching Ted Lasso, which is an Ted Apple Lasso. exclusive. It's a, like, it's billed as like a pretty traditional like fish out of water uh, type of story where like an American coach who doesn't know anything about soccer uh, goes to England to coach a soccer team. <laughs> um, hmm. But as it turns out, I actually like started like feeling things. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, that's always uh, the best. It was good. Yeah. So I'd, I'd recommend it. It's just one season. Nice, you know, 10 episodes, mm-hmm. you know, 25, 30 minutes each. Breeze mm-hmm. through it. It's good nice. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we I guess we we can wrap it. This is a nice place to end. Sure. I'm glad everybody had nice holidays. It's good to talk to you yeah. folks. Miss you guys. Me too. Yeah, miss you too. Uh I'm I'm looking forward to playing the Marcus Angels in a couple hours in the league. That's Ooh. gonna be good. Yeah, we already have some good strats. We brought Jim in as Alan List. He's he's giving us good tips. It's gonna be good. Nice. Probably going to lose, though. Good, good luck. Have fun. <laughs> good luck. Have fun. And uh, we'll talk to you folks next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.